Is it war story time? Yeah, I mean, I think it, it it's all sounding good, and I know you're coming from a you know lower middle class family, um, so I know that there's definitely been some war stories and some jobs there. I know we talked a little bit about some of them, but give me give us a war story of a a job, a role, a task in a job uh, that just seems so menial, and but it taught you a lesson about you know one step at a time, and you know by doing this, I learned this, and now you can reflect back on it. And look and say, man, I used to make 150 dials before lunch, and this is what I got from it. So oh, I mean, that, that would be it. as soon as she said, it, I was like, what's one thing you had to do that you hated? I was like, oh god, uh, I went and worked in financial services right after college because that's where I I interned. That's right? where the money is. Yeah, right. So I was like, I'm going to do this. Well, <laughs> that's financial, in it, right? So. Old, rich, and happy, right? And I'm looking around. And I was like, these look like a bunch of like old, rich, happy people. Let's give this one a go. And I get there, and they're like, okay. You're going to go through training, and they're teaching us all about, like, stocks and bonds and mutual funds. And, like, now you're getting your suits, like, Series 7, like, and wear a suit and a tie. I'm like, ooh, I feel like a grown-up. Of course, wearing a suit and a tie in Austin, Texas in the summer is, like, like <laughs> fun. <laughs> Kill me. Yeah. Kill me. It's like wearing a bikini in Boston in the winter. Um, and, by the way, oh, I was God. looking at you, and I'm... Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah. I was like, wow, what just resonated with there the five go. people listening. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. A man, a man, a man-kini. No, so... Um, but I was like, this is fun. And then, and then when I actually start the job, they're like, Okay, cool. Here you go. Have a seat. There's your phone. Hundred dollars a day. Hundred dollars a day. And I yep. remember sitting there, and I didn't have. I mean, it was physical dial, like boop boop beep boop beep boop boop. Right. No, it was a rotary phone. I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Dials it up. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. Though. Yeah. No, it wasn't a rotary phone. So I'm I'm doing my I'm doing my hundred dollars, and I remember I would go a whole day and only you know the phone would only pick up like half a dozen times. Yep. And I remember sitting on the other end going. Please don't answer. Yeah. Please don't answer. We've both had that. Please don't answer. Oh, God. And, like, I wasn't going to make any money unless someone answered. I was like, God, please don't answer. Isn't that funny, though? Please don't answer. I'm I'm terrified. And then we did. I was like, oh, hey. Uh, (laughs) But, I mean, what it taught me was if I did those 100 dials, it it worked. It taught me that that math works. Right. Now, what I also realized is, and I did this very, very quickly, um, there's got to be a better way. This is insanely inefficient. There has to be a better way. And so we were given these lists, and and the list had a name, and the list had a phone number. Right. But but what was really cool is next to the phone number was another thing called an address. And so I was like, okay, what is it that I'm going to say to these people? Like, what's kind of the ideal sales conversation that I want to have? What if I were to, to, to just write that in a letter and, and fold it and put it in an envelope and affix a stamp, which I can get all those from, from the office before anybody really asks a lot of questions. Is there a way for me to send these out and, and get people to call me back? Right? And that's exactly what I what I started doing. And so when I was calling people, I, I was calling them saying like, oh, we've got this new report on this new investment idea that we'd love to send out to you. Like, can I get, can I confirm your address so we can send it? It's like, this is stupid. Like, it we was have your address. early, early, early. <laughs> yeah, I already have all this info. Right? So I'm, I'm, I'm saying to myself, why don't why don't I send a letter in the mail saying if you would like this you can either send back this card or give us a call right let's just reverse it it didn't make any sense I've got this I've got this giant list of people I gotta kill myself to make a hundred dials or I can just send a hundred letters yeah that's gonna take a few minutes and then sit back and see what comes in sure and and what was amazing is I had way more meetings than anybody else. Now, once my branch manager realized what I was spending on, on mail, <laughs> he's like, what's going on? Because as far as they're concerned, you know, kids are cheap 
and the phone is free. <laughs> so, and when I was getting him in the room, you know, I got this, you know, oldest person looking at this like young kid and I'm like, let's talk about how to invest your money. Yeah. So my close rate wasn't as strong, but, uh, but I fixed that too. I was like, okay, that's not working. I'm going to go partner up with the, the main person, like the biggest producer in the office. Right. And yep. say, okay, what am I good at? Right. I'm good at generating a meeting. Yep. So who wants a meeting? To whom is a meeting the most valuable person to? And I became the most popular person in that office because <laughs> I could generate a meeting. So right. you invented the BDR role. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> and and mailing letters. Yeah. But it, it you know, it, it came out of it came out of a lot of people like, oh, does it driven by laziness? I abhor inefficiency. I yeah. just cannot stand inefficiency. And when I'm sitting here looking, it's like, it's one thing if we don't have this information, but I'm like, God dang it. That's their freaking address. Yeah. You know, I can get this and nobody's even picking up the phone. Like if I send it, I know it's going to wind up in their mailbox. I know they're probably going to open it, especially if I write some stupid crap on the envelope, you know, please open me smiley face. Like I was doing all this stuff and, you know, sending it out. And then they were calling me asking for it yeah sure hey we're gonna send this out or you know if you want to swing by the office and pick it up i can do some we can chat about what's going on right that was a game changer but everything has come out of this doesn't make any freaking sense and trying surely we can make this better and giving it and trying it right like having the willingness to take the risk of failing at it Right, well, take the risk of also losing my job because uh, I'm a big, stamps were well. Oh, and stamps were not cheap, right? No, I mean I was spending a fair bit of money. I'm a big believer in ask for forgiveness rather than permission. Yeah, yeah me too. But I remember when the compliance people came in, <laughs> they're like, "You're mailing," and because the compliance people didn't care about the the stamps, they were like, "What are you saying in this letter? Oh, right, yeah. this hasn't gone through <laughs> compliance. We haven't reviewed this. Oh my god!" And so everybody everybody kind of freaks out. But yeah, I mean it, that. The, the hundred dollars a day, I did that. Yep. I did that and I did that for weeks before I was like, this is dumb. We gotta do something better.